If you're a really good listener to local music, you've probably already heard Matthew Powers and his project Midnight Review Presents. And if you've bought any of Matt's tapes, you've probably seen the visual aspect of what he does. That visual art is on display this month at the Blankstein Gallery at the Millennium Library. His Drips and Drops exhibit showcases his multimedia works in an observance of natural flow and overlapping aesthetic textures. And if you like that art speak, you should head on down to the library and check out the show. It's free and it runs until the end of the month. Again, that's Drips and Drops, an art exhibit by Matthew Powers at the Millennium Library's Blankstein Gallery on the second floor. If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Hey folks, it's been a long time since I did one of these From the Vault episodes, but here we go. If you've been listening to the show for a long time, or following on social media, you might be aware that there's a big batch of episodes from around 2013-2014 that aren't currently available on the podcast feed. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or whatever player of choice you use, you're not going to be able to find these episodes. It's really because of my own incompetence when I switched over to the current podcast hosting provider, I screwed up and that chunk of episodes didn't get ported over. So what I've been doing is slowly releasing these episodes as from the vault, from the archives episodes. And so they're they're coming back onto the feed, not in their original spots where you'd normally find them, but as a new episode, even though they're not obviously new episodes. So today is one of those from the archive. It was originally recorded in early 2014, and it was originally episode 65 of the show. So, you know, you think now we're into the 830s, 65 was a long time ago, it's almost a decade, and this is one that hasn't been heard for quite a long time. Um, These episodes do exist somewhere online, you can dig around and find them uh, archived in various spots, but it's hard work, Uh, it's not easy, it's not obvious, and uh, it seems like a good plan to occasionally bump some of them back up to the top of the queue so people can check them out again. So this one, episode 65, is with guests Chivas and Cream, which was a local rap duo um, who are part of the Def Wish label. And uh, because it's in the old format of the podcast, we did an interview, but we also had a theme word. And at, at the time, we would get the guests to bring in songs by other artists that related in their mind to the theme word. And so the theme for this episode was breakfast. Um, so all of the songs are related to breakfast in some way or another. And as I've been doing with most of these reissued episodes, I haven't been actually including the songs. Uh, The songs, again, are all by other artists. We don't have permission to use them. Uh, It's a great area with podcasting as far as playing files uh, by artists without permission. So 
I just kind of cut it off. I fade those out and fade them back in uh, when the conversation starts again. But you still hear the recommendations of songs and you will also hear an original song that uh, the guests wrote and recorded specifically for the podcast. So it's a fun episode. Uh, it's hosted by me and by John Ascom, who was the co-host at the time. We recorded this in John's basement, which was our sort of main uh, location at the time. Uh, this predates the Zoom calls, obviously, and it also predates um, even just me going to various locations and meeting people in their studios or their homes or their cars or wherever. So we used to go in John's basement every week, and that was the spot for the podcast. The guests would come to us. It was a jam space um, for his band, which was called Glenn Murray at the time. And yeah, it was a fun interview. Uh, these guys were both on an episode earlier, I believe, or maybe later, uh, with a bunch of other local rappers. But this is the Chivas and Cream episode, and stay tuned. Next episode coming out this weekend, we'll be back to your regularly scheduled new 2023 interviews. Thanks for listening. All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Yeah, you keep saying it like that. Last time you said it like that, and it completely fucked me up and threw me off. And, uh, and here we are again. Here we are again. Radio. Uh, another episode of Witch Police Radio. Sam getting fucked up by radio. Yeah. And, <laughs> I can't uh, radio. yeah. Our theme this week, one of my favorite things in the world, is breakfast. It's yeah. a pretty good theme. Yeah, for people who haven't listened to the show before, we uh, have a randomly generated theme where each week it's just uh, something that comes out of the computer and that dictates kind of the song choices and just the overall discussion. But we, we always go kind of way off on tangents and everything. But uh, As is, yeah. Yeah, Almost so um, we've got some guests this week, which is great, and uh, because a few weeks ago we didn't have any guests, but uh, we, if you've listened to the show for a while, we've done quite a few episodes where we've had people from Def Wish. Um, I really didn't know too much about the Def Wish label. I'd heard about it a lot. I'd seen people with the shirts and everything, but for the longest time, I couldn't really decide whether it was a joke or whether it was real, just because it was, you know, it was very over the top and kind of, uh, well, I mean, we'll talk, to, we'll talk to our guests about it in a minute, but uh, our guests are uh, Chivas Brother and Cream who are on Defwish label. And uh, now that I've had like four or five people from Defwish on the, on the show here, <laughs> I have a better idea what it is. And I like it a lot more. I really appreciate like uh, the whole aesthetic and everything. But um, like, is that, before we talk about your, your, your own stuff, like is that kind of the idea of it? Is just to be like over the top kind of goofy? And uh, I mean, you guys are serious about the music, obviously, but um, like a lot of the imagery and the colors and the, you know, the, the internet well, presence and all that is just kind of... I mean, first of all, Sam, we're happy to be here. Thanks for having us yeah. on. No. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, kidding. Um, yeah, but uh, no, it. certainly it's... Uh, I think Def Wish sort of was more sort of culture jamming and a little bit more abrasive yeah. uh, more early on, say when we were in our early 20s. Um, and then it's, as it happens to most people, people generally mellow out a bit or perhaps gain different or new perspective. And I think much can be said for the, our music and the art that we've created since yeah um so yeah i don't know if that answered your question no i mean i think that makes uh, that does make sense because when i first heard about Def Wish, it seemed like absolutely ridiculous and then the more i've kind of seen about it it seems more like okay these guys are like everyone everyone on the label is doing serious music but there's kind of like a certain elements of it that are still kind of you know a little, yeah, a little i goofy. think i came in the more tame stage of Def yeah. Wish. yeah so how, how did you guys get involved with the, the label in the first place um I guess I've known, uh, like, Rock and Shay. I actually introduced those guys uh, back in, like, Brandon, Brandon Manitoba days, circa, I don't know, 2001, I, I want to say. Okay. Um, and uh, they became roommates, they became friends, they began doing music together, and, and uh, roughly nine, ten years ago, the label was formed. So I think initially it was more Rock's vision, and it was just wanting to pay homage to loud music and have a label where he could put his stuff out on initially yep. and then friends became uh a, more of a part of the picture 
he wanted more bands on the roster and sort of branched out at that stage. Okay. What I, what I kind of like about it is that there's, I mean, it's, you know, I guess it's it's a rap label, but there's a, definitely a lot of punk rock kind of uh, elements to it. Not only in like, to the music itself, but just the whole the whole vibe is like, uh, and I mean, uh, as you're saying before the show, you know, you were in a punk band. Uh, yeah. I know some of the other guys we've had on the show have been in punk bands. Uh, someone like Greg Rikas, I mean, obviously he's, you know, had a, a lot of experience in punk bands. So is yeah. that, um, I mean, you, do you guys all have that, the, the, the rap and punk kind of uh, combination of uh, interests? Or? I love punk, but I've never been in a punk band. No. I just rap, but okay. still, yeah. Yeah, I, I love, yeah, I love both, so. Cool. Yeah, I think we've talked before about how like the two genres have like a crossover that maybe you won't wouldn't expect right off the bat, but then yeah, there's like an appreciation for the the aesthetic behind each of them or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah where you can actually have a show with the two That's and, it actually, and it works. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, it's true, yeah. Well, yeah, um I mean both forms are loud and aggressive. I mean both forms are rooted in some kind of revolutionary kind of anti yeah. mainstream type um, yeah. vibe feel. So uh, they've sort of progressed in different ways. I mean, I think rap, mainstream rap now and mainstream punk are probably quite different yeah, things. Yeah, sure. But for initially, sure. I think the roots are, are quite similar in that sense. Cool. So I, I did, I, you know, whenever there's a guest, especially a lot of the guests I know we know personally, some of them we don't. I mean, you guys were meeting you for the first time. Uh, I did a very, very minimal amount of research <laughs> before you guys came <laughs> on the show. And I found an interview you did with Stylus. Right. Uh, and that was kind of, right. you know, yeah. so uh, yeah. you, in it, uh, I found out you guys are from Dauphin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did uh, how did you get here? What what how did you get from Dolphin to to rapping in Winnipeg? Uh, he's been all around the world, uh, okay. but he ended up here, and I've known him since way back in the day, and we just kind of met up playing hockey. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hockey. It's like everybody in Manitoba, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and uh, yeah, and he started making music. Were you uh, like making rap in Dolphin too, or is it something that happened I always kind of wrote stuff. I yeah. never, I never really, uh, I never did shows or anything, but. Uh, once I met this guy, we started getting at her. Is that, uh, like, I always wonder for, you know, smaller towns, rural Manitoba kind of thing, like, uh, I mean, was there a lot of, uh, uh, like, a lot of people into that kind of stuff there, or was it just kind of yeah. you guys were, yeah? It's well, our friends. Just like anywhere stuff, else, yeah. 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 That's cool. Of um, course, Dauphin has country fest. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, but still. I mean, with the internet, every little nook and cranny right, has of everything course, yeah. now. Yeah, it has yeah. access. You don't have to wait for someone to visit a bigger city or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, in the mid-90s when, when the internet wasn't so readily available, any friend who would come back from, from a trip to Winnipeg with a couple new Fat Records or Epitaph sure, releases yeah. or yeah. Yeah, or exactly. the first time you heard a really cool, loud rap record at a fr- in the back of a of your friend's car and the bass is just kicking the shit out of the subwoofers. Yeah. You're like, this is fucking cool and this is just so fresh and so young and I think it was that energy that we gravitated towards. Cool. Okay. And so you guys have a new record that came out what, November or December? Yeah. November. Yeah, yeah. November. Yeah, November. You want to tell us a bit about that the album? Man? Go ahead. Uh, it's called Secret Ingredients. Um, a lot, really like uh, kind of 90s influence. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, go ahead. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, kind of really 90s rap influence, but with the New Age twist kind of thing. Um, cool. There's a CD right there for you. Awesome. Um, yeah, so you'd have to almost listen to it yourself <laughs> to Well, you know, I did listen to some of it, on, uh, <laughs> so, uh, some of it on, on the internet, and I actually watched some of some video stuff and everything. Yeah. And I mean, uh, like, I know people who are listening can't see this right now, but we'll have a picture of it up on the website yeah. and stuff. But, like, the album cover, I mean, this is, like, it's... 
it's like one of, <laughs> I definitely seems to be doing a lot of this too. Like employees' yeah. album is the same kind yeah, of deal. Exactly. It's like those uh, those no limit covers. Exactly, yeah. that's what which we is, went it's for. Hilarious. <laughs> that's yeah, like, I love that. Yeah, that's, that's the really shit awesome. I, I love. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I always love no limit. Yeah, yeah, no limits. Like yeah. design is. I mean, yeah. like I, I always I was never really into a lot of the rappers on the way. Yeah. The design was awesome. So. Just over the top. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like, I guess what kind of crowd did you guys get? I mean, is it uh, just because? I mean. Like we were talking about about the punk and rap and all that stuff, you know, combined together and everything. Do you guys play? Uh, there's a pretty big rap scene in Winnipeg, right? I mean, yeah. and it all seems to be kind of factioned into like there's the different communities, different yeah, types exactly. of people. Like, do you guys uh, play a lot of rap shows or is it uh, all just? Who no, we're actually trying to branch out now. We play all our lots of our friends are in bands, so we play with them generally. Okay. And now we've actually we're we're starting to reach out a little more, and we're gonna explore those options. Cool. Actually, that being said, yeah, any rappers who hear this, like. Uh, we want to reach out. We exactly. want to play more shows with local talent. Yeah. Um, we get a kick out of playing with rock and punk and metal, but we've just done that so much. It's yeah. On one hand, it's old hat, but in the second hand, it's becoming a bit re- redundant, and we're sort of at a stage where we'd like to, you know, play more within our genre a little bit here and there. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Yeah, so. Well, it's funny because, like, when I was, uh, I mean, John, you can relate to this, I'm sure, but, like, our other, our third host who's not here today is Rob Crooks, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's been rapping in Winnipeg for, for quite a long time. Yeah. And um, we used to go see him, like, 15 years ago or whatever. And uh, there was a very distinct scene of what, what, I, what I assumed Winnipeg rap was. There was probably a lot more yeah. going on, but that was, like, there was that. And now... All the penis and corn stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. And, like, you know, that, that was kind of the style of what I was exposed to. And, like, you know, if I go on YouTube or something now and search Winnipeg rap, there's a massive amount of stuff that comes out. And there's, there's, there's like, like some weird gangster stuff. And then right. there's, there's that kind of indie stuff. There's stuff you, like what you guys are doing. It's just all over the place. And it seems like it's just gotten so huge. So That's cool. I mean, I don't have a question about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I think that's a good observation. I think that more people are doing it now. And, and uh, is that due to, uh, you know, the genre reaching different people and expanding on its own? Or is that due to... Um, home studios becoming more commonplace yeah. or a yeah. combination of all kinds of uh, who it's knows right everything. yeah I think so well I mean that's why we can do a blame Eminem right? exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah blame Eminem I'm sure we blame somebody right <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright well let's uh, let's get into the actual uh, a tunesky yeah t- t- a song tunesky <laughs> 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 yeah um so I mean, uh, yeah. As we mentioned, you know, we, we we've all picked songs related to the uh, the breakfast theme. We haven't really talked about breakfast much. Um, get to it. We'll get to it. We'll, I'll play a song. I'll, I'll start it off just to get get things going here, and then we'll talk about breakfast afterwards, and we'll, we'll talk about the song. Uh, what I'm gonna play. I brought the tape. Uh, if I can find it now. Uh, I don't know where I put it, but. Um, well, what is it? It's uh, it's a song of madness. Uh, it's from the 1979 Peel Sessions. They did the song is called Bed and Breakfast Man. And it's basically, uh, you know, I chose it because breakfast is in the title. It's basically uh, a song about a guy who, uh, kind of like a loafer, he shows up at the guy's house and stays there and takes advantage of his food and his, his hospitality and doesn't want to leave. And um, it's uh, it's interesting because, like, I'm... Let's just listen to the song. I'm talking about Madness. I have a lot to say about Madness <laughs> and about the song, but I will uh, get into that afterwards. Let's play the song. So this is Bed and Breakfast Man. It's uh, from the 1979 Peel Session by Madness. And it's interesting because the guitarist is singing and he never sings on anything. That was Madness. Um, that song is called Bed and Breakfast Man. And, uh, yeah, basically the guy in the story is just showing up at his house, taking a, sleeping on his couch, taking advantage of his food and everything. And, like, uh, and the thing with Madness is, like, um, this song originally appeared on uh, One Step Beyond, which is their album that came on in 79, and that... Uh, like I love that record. Um, 
I kind of in the '90s I kind of got into ska in a big way, and I was in a ska band. And um, people who know who listen to the show know that I listen to like a really ridiculous amount of reggae, and that was kind of the jumping off point for that. And this that, is the farthest you've strayed from reggae, I think, on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I usually end up playing something. Yeah, reggae seems to be like the number one thing I play. But um, yeah, like my dad had a bunch of records, and he had stopped listening to vinyl, and he kept a bunch of bunch of albums, and. Uh, I kind of went through them when I was a teenager, and One Step Beyond by Madness was one of the albums I found. And at that point, I was listening to a lot of punk stuff that occasionally had ska songs and everything, so One Step Beyond is, um, there's a lot of straight-up ska, ska music on there, and that really got me, I was like, whoa, this is amazing. And uh, so that song is originally on there, but it's funny because that um, that album is like Madness almost at their most ska, and they went super, super pop. They had songs like uh, like Our House was the big hit, and that's just like a you know 80s radio pop song. And... Um, this song, though, the, the, the studio version of this song, it's actually, actually really poppy. It's really kind of overproduced sounding, and uh, it's not like this version is kind of jangly and has that really cool, like uh, almost kind of soul style, like guitar stabs, you know. Mm-hmm. And that that version on the album didn't, so I, I preferred this one. But um, I don't know. I love Madness. I, I feel like they kind of uh, never really get the same respect that a lot of bands from that era get. Like, I mean, the Specials being like the other big one from the you know the two tone late seventies kind of stuff and the specials everyone still always loves the specials they're like you know the specials are amazing blah 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 I think it's because the specials like were more groundbreaking because they had uh, like they had a mixed race band which was like not, not it was a big deal at the time and their songs were really political and a lot heavier and stuff and Madness more so saying about kind of everyday life uh, I mean like our house is another good you know using that again as an example this is about a guy staying in his house you know whereas the specials are singing about like overthrowing the government and shit <laughs> you know this is like hey this guy's you know eating my cereal and um I think that they kind of get treated almost as a novelty band because of that, because it's just like, oh, look, they're just being goofy and joking around, talking about, you know, uh, yeah, And but I think they, they actually are a band that people need to kind of revisit and look into it. A lot of this stuff is really dark. It's about kind of uh, domestic type stuff, but it's like, it's it's got like an, you know, undercurrent of something, uh, something dark going on. And these guys are really the only one of these bands from that time period that still is still together with most of the original guys and what? still, really? they're still putting out albums that are actually... Like getting well reviewed and they're relevant and good. Like the specials exist as there's like now at this point there's like three guys left and it's a bunch of you know replacement members and all they do is the hits and everything and uh, same with the selector, same with uh, the beat. The beat is actually two different bands with the same name. Like it's ridiculous. All these bands are just kind of like they're like cover acts now. You know? It's not a novelty. Yeah, like tribute bands. And then Madness, who everyone kind of remembers as being like this novelty thing, they're actually still putting out like actually decent music and they're in their fifties and it's like they're yeah. still. Still going strong. They did a reunion show after about a decade of not playing together as with the original members, and they uh, did an outdoor thing, and it was called Madstock, and they uh, got the crowd dancing so hard that um, people thought it was an earthquake, like windows were breaking and stuff, because it was seventy-five thousand people oh, at this show in England, like dancing to it. So, <laughs> I mean, they still have definitely like maybe not over here as much, but like they're still a pretty, pretty big band cool. uh, at home. So. I don't know. I, I, I love I love them. Be fun. And I like this version because it's really strange. It's like slower and looser and uh, has the guitar singing for some reason. So. Alright. Wait, wait, wait. So just to check so on the album version, is it the other guy singing? Yes, to me. Yeah, they have two singers actually. Neither of them are singing on this song. Huh. Okay. So well, they, they have one singer and then they have uh, this other guy who does backup vocals and dances. You know the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones had that guy? Yeah. Right. Who all he did was dance? This, right. is like the, this is like the 70s version of that. This is the precursor. They obviously got that idea from these guys. So they had a guy called Chaz Smash. Like, I can't play anything, but I can dance. Let yeah. Dance. <laughs> yeah, so he danced and sing backup vocals. Yeah, so... But anyway, yeah, Madness. I, I don't know. Like, I could talk about them a lot, but I think uh, that's probably enough. Done, done it to <laughs> yeah, justice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm a big a fan. Song. Yeah. Yeah. You guys big breakfast uh, eaters? Yeah, I love breakfast. 
more so on the weekends. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I don't know if, if radio is going to do this any justice. My guess is no. But you recently got yourself a food tattoo. Speaking of breakfast, a didn't food you? tattoo. Yeah, but not breakfast. It's not what breakfast. kind of food? <laughs> it depends right, how got, much you I like. Got a, Mexican I got a taco. Cuisine, I guess. Wow, you must really like tacos. <laughs> yeah, I do love tacos. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, makes sense. <laughs> I was actually between this and a plate of bacon and eggs. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that would have been two good. Favorite <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. Okay, so that'll be before you knew about that'll the be my next food tattoo. That would kind of suck if you if you like you know found yourself in a situation where you couldn't afford any food or anything. You just sit there looking at your taco. Oh, people gnawing on my arm. Yeah, yeah. One of you guys have a song you want to play? Yeah, I'll play. I'll play Mr. Coffee by Legwagon. Oh, awesome. Just because coffee for yeah, breakfast. Totally. Uh, yeah. It's off duh, the first album in '92 of Fat Records. Yeah, this one came to mind. You for all me know too. it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like everyone, yeah, everyone knows it. Yeah, for sure. I probably first heard Lagwagon though on the compilation. I don't think I like. Oh I yeah, on those, like, like, those fat comps. Or like fat survival of the fattest. Yeah, yeah. survival of the fattest. Yeah. 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 Like fat times. music for fat people. I yeah. have those all on vinyl. Yeah, I think it was oh, the, vinyl, first, really? it was the first awesome. one. I think that was the first one was fat. No, oh, we the second one. The second it was one. Yeah. fat music for fat and people. Survival and the fattest, survival yeah. of the fattest. And then, I, and then whatever like, the other ones were. There's a bunch of other yeah. ones like those two first short music for short people. Yeah. All those short mm-hmm. songs. Those first two were incredible. Survival of the yeah, fattest the was so cool. That was like that like broke me in like however old I was. Was like what is this? This is like survival of the fattest was for sure. My he likes the first one. First one's really good too. Just has kind of more nostalgia, I guess. But they're both awesome. They're both awesome. And they they did it right. Like those cost like four dollars or something. Yeah, they came out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is a great, great way to market stuff on your label. Yeah, just definitely. practically give away CDs and I don't even know if people awesome do that music. anymore because yeah. everything's digital now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah no, people just give away. They must just give it away for you, probably, or yeah, like yeah. a block or something. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, well this, this, will uh, this will take a minute, so let's check it out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess so. Uh, immediately going home after this and listening to as much Fat Record stuff as I can find that I still have. There we go. That was awesome. Um, I hadn't heard that song in, I don't know, 10 years probably. Yeah. That's good. It's great. Bring back old memories. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like, uh, the thing I like about Fat Records is, uh, well, that era of Fat Records anyway, is that all those bands had um, parts in the songs where we just stop and then come back in and you know that live they're jumping in the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Every yeah. time it's a Fat Records jump, it's like, yeah. Yeah. it's made for that. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Yeah. That was great though, yeah. Lagwagon, awesome. I never really got. Did you get like deep into Lagwagon's catalog? Did you actually get? Their uh, I listened stuff to quite or? a bit of their stuff. I wasn't like the craziest fan, but yeah, yeah. I like them quite a bit. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I heard definitely like this album a lot and pl- Double Platinum. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember much past. I don't think I heard anything well, past. The, the next so. one was Trashed, wasn't it? I don't even remember. Yeah, I think might the have been. second one was might have Trashed. Been. Yeah. I think I knew the Double Platinum. With uh, like yeah. alienate and uh, yeah, that was yeah, really yeah, 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 like violins. I think was yeah. on that one. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, more cool. polished. Yeah, for sure. I feel like a lot of these uh, labels that I used to listen to when I was a, you know, I don't know, I always say a kid, but I was like a teenager or whatever. Um, I look at their their catalogs now, and it's just I don't even understand it. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I mean, like Fat Epitaph, Hellcat, all these labels. The bands are just like maybe I'm just old. And out of touch, but <laughs> the bands just seem horrible. On oh, them, the ones know? that are on them now. The ones yeah. that are on them now, yeah. It's just, it's, it's like, what's, what happened? Victory? Yeah, I, I mean, I used to listen to, like, a lot of, like, in the 90s, I used to listen to, like, Strife and stuff. Right. And now you go to Victory Records and there's a bunch of, like, emo, weird really? kind of bands. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Totally. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I just wish they'd stopped. And, like, it stopped when I was still interested in it and then yeah. started a new label for the new stuff. But. I mean, Fat still come like, Fat Mike still. Yeah, like, well, no, Fat's some pretty still, good bands. Yeah. Yeah. 
I guess so. I like I don't know, like I like the flatliners and stuff like that. Like oh yeah, they're, I guess they're yeah they're you know, fun, like right? they're yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Yeah, but still, it's not that, it's not that, like it used to be. Yeah, yeah. but like, I think it's just being old. Is yeah, that, is that just enough. is that just us being jaded? True or is enough. It, <laughs> is that perhaps maybe because a lot of the good talent is is unsigned and chooses to be unsigned and chooses oh. to just go at it alone or or, or be on a, on a small indie? Because you can do that now much easier right. with the internet and stuff. Right. Yeah. Might be. It might, yeah, maybe that that was the like those labels were the only ones putting out that kind of stuff, so everyone was seeking them out. Right. Yeah. That's a good now, point. yeah. Now it's just like I mean, put it you know like yeah yeah like it, I mean twenty years ago you guys would have been trying to find a label rather than right. Deathwish doing it all like you know independent yeah. stuff. So. Yeah, that's right. a good point. Right. I never thought of that actually. Hmm. I just assumed it's because old and jaded. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a bit. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Usually what happens. Right then, yeah. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Lagwagon's still around, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, like Joey Cave sure. came through town a couple years ago yeah. with uh, Tony Sly, rest in peace. Oh yeah, he's and, dead. Uh, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, so yeah, I think they still do probably like the European like um, big like outdoor festival shows yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You would think. I, I don't know too much about. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 but th- that's got to be like at least 20 years old now. Their first couple records, right? Like they. Well, that was 92. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of miss that. That stuff. But yeah, it's, it seems harder to play like play this energized, hyper punk music when you're like coming up on fifty. Some of these guys, yeah. yeah some of these guys, for sure, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know though. I don't know if it's. Uh, I guess you've got something in you that yeah, it's got kind of a motor that like you've always had that like doesn't really, you know, you might have slowed down a little bit on the touring, yeah. but you you still. I think there's some people who energy. get old and they can still be like super play super heavy music, super fast music. Like yeah, at that point it's. I mean, like I, yeah, I don't know. I guess the people who are just like that's their the whole life is about that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. true enough. Yeah. Guess, I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be playing fast music when I'm 50. I don't think. <laughs> but no. But like Henry Rollins is still like a super intense dude. Yeah, he's super right. intense. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Ice T's putting out a new Body Count album <laughs> when he's like in his 50s. See what right? that sounds so, like. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna listen to it. Anyway, John, you wanna? Uh, well, no. Let's let our other uh, guests maybe because you guys have a couple picks, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Do we want to talk about breakfast at all? <laughs> like, yeah, right, the theme, yeah, should yeah. we be? I feel uh, like this, well, we could talk about coffee. Considering the, the previous Well, you song. know what? Um, my pick here kind of does... Well, the theme is, is obviously breakfast-related, but it has to do with breakfast as well. Okay. Here's why. When I was a kid <laughs> um, in high school, I had a janitorial job every morning before breakfast, the most important meal of the day. I <laughs> was mopping the floors in a Safeway for, whatever, six fifty an hour oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. This song came on the radio every time, guaranteed. This one in Seals, Kissed by a Rose. Oh, man. Just oh, what man. you want to hear. You know. So every bit as 90s as Legwag and Mr. Coffee, but certainly more mainstream. Uh, I am going to spin for you people today, which police radio. Awesome. Deep Blue Something, Breakfast Oh, at man, Tiffany's. okay, we were actually, like, uh, <laughs> that's really funny, because um, before we, we do our shows, we kind of just talk of the hosts, like the three of us, b- talk amongst ourselves about what we're going to play and stuff, so make sure there's no repetition or whatever, and I think Rob suggested that, and I was just like, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> so, like, obviously joking. That song is brutal, yeah, yeah Rob's obviously joking about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> Mid nineties, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They have I mean, that, that is the obvious the thing that comes loud, up. Loud, right? quiet, loud thing going yeah. on, but very subtly, subtly enough to be. I was listening to it today, and I'm like, <laughs> why this? Like, it wasn't edgy enough to be cool, but yeah. it was like mainstream and light rock enough to be. I don't know to be played at Safeway at six o'clock sure, in the mornings when sure. I was washing their floors. Uh, clearly, I think there was a bunch um, of bands like that that kind of were. You know, they they, they had a little Ezra. bit of buzzy sort of. Yeah, sound. there you go. Yeah, yeah for sure, better yeah. than Yeah, totally. And it was like uh, they had a little bit of distortion and stuff, but they weren't yeah. straight up. Uh, yeah. Something like yeah, like that. live. I mean, live. <laughs> yeah, live. Is I, know, yeah. That, yeah. Um, I still have the wet sprocket. Cold wet sprocket. You know, 
Yeah, there's tons of those bands. Yeah, so yeah. this was one of them. Do you know and, anything uh, about these guys, though? Like, this is the only song I've ever heard I looked about. into it a bit. This was, like, an Interscope release from 95. Mm-hmm. We watched the video, like, halfway through. We got bored of it today. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't watch that yeah. Uh You know, they tried to do the flannel thing, and it was, I don't know, it was just so in-between kind of. Yeah. It was just so mishy-mashy. It was just bad 90s alternative. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know, something with the chorus so fucking memorable, and because of yeah. that stupid working experience memory, it's ingrained in my brain, right? So Yeah. It's weird that alternative isn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. Like, you used to go, I mean, like, I used to find those Fat Records albums in the alternative section in Music City yeah, or whatever. Enough, and, right. like, that, there is no alternative. What is, you know? Yeah. yeah. What if they, true, they yeah. still probably have one. So it's you a go 90s check term. What they've gotten there. No, no, I, I, oh, they I, don't. Even you go to, like, HMV, one of the few, like, you know, mainstream record stores that still exists, like, there's no alternative it's section. It's just what you call 90s rock, I guess. Yeah, it'll just be under rock or. Alternative rock was like very popular in 90s mainstream. Yeah, the guy with long hair, I call it alternative. It's not like Boyz II Men. Well, before you guys got here, I joked that maybe we should play this song at the outset, but through like the sampler with some effects. Should we just do that? Let's go for it, man. Let's do that. All right. Here's some Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, um, I was looking them up while we were listening to it just to see what the hell. <laughs> and uh, they um, they got like four or five albums, which is crazy. And they're from Texas. Uh, so I, you were saying while we were was, listening to it, like well, what's the accent? Yeah, I, I can't put a finger on it. Because in the first line he had it, and then the yeah. rest of the first verse he didn't have it anymore. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's like <laughs> the, the light rock version of the Hunger Dunger Ding. <laughs> <laughs> like it's you know like all those grunge bands were that kind of thing. He's, he's doing like the light rock hunger dunger ding, and it's yeah. like yeah. So it's just a little bit of a thing going on to it. So I don't know. That's yeah, weird. Uh, they, apparently they used to be called Leper Messiah before they started as wow. Deep Blue something. Isn't that some yeah. Metallica song, isn't it? No, it's from a David Bowie song. And the oh maybe it might be a Metallica song too. I, I, thought, I thought they had a song called that. They probably they probably do. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, I don't yeah. know. But yeah, they uh, just looking at this here. They uh, the one guy uh, had a solo career, and he's a born again Christian now. And uh, I don't know. It sounds like they didn't really do too much. One of the guys, though, I like started a business, uh, a record label, and uh, he ended up buying the rights to a bunch of um, songs by Bush and No Doubt and stuff, and okay. made a ton of money off the uh, publishing royalties on those. So wow, so he did well for himself, I guess. I don't huh. know. But yeah, I don't know. And then one guy is a manager at a seafood restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> that was doing well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Am I the for only sure. one that thinks it's ironic that they had five records, no more, no less? Right in the heyday of five record deals that yeah, uh, oh, for major sure. labels were handing out like candy. For sure. Anybody that could do the the loud, quiet, loud, a little bit of distortion in the yeah. choruses, kind yeah. of grunge alternative. Yeah, it was thing. such a formula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, and that's totally the... Yeah, it's just weird. It's like it's like, all those bands we were talking about before, like Total West Sprocket and all those bands. Like it's the definitely the light version of yeah. the same formula for, for grunge bands. It's weird. E6, mm-hmm. I think yeah. was one. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I never liked that kind of... Uh, that kind of style, I don't know. Edwin, Edwin, because I Mother Earth was like, are we, I, maybe you wanted. No, no, let's talk about I Mother Earth. I had two of their tapes back in the day. I had yeah. uh, the first two, yeah. I think Our Lady Peace was kind of in that vein. They tried to be edgy, and I think they were in a sense. But yeah, but they were too soft, just like as people. So. Moist. What about moist? I love man. You know what? Uh, moist. Yeah. You know what? The, uh, Silver. That is a really good album still. Yeah, it, because I guess. of the keyboards. Yeah, none right. of the bands at the time had keyboard really, and they had like super, super heavy amounts of keyboard. And I, I still listen to that record. I have a tape. 
Okay. That's good. Okay. But Moist, I think Moist, yeah, probably does fit into the softer kind of. Yeah. You know, and David Usher was like a pretty boy instead of like one of these super dirty. Like, well, then you're you know, talking yeah. like Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, okay. there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the, they they wear flannel, but they don't look dirty. Yeah. Like they wear flannel, and they actually have like stylists and babes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and it, it was flannel, yeah. it became such a mainstay, such a a goldmine that even bands like Bare Naked Ladies and Tom Cochran and these For other sure. kind of acts dabbled in it. Yeah. Um, sold Asylum. Uh, even Neil Young came back, and he was going to be a grunge rocker. Yeah, for a well, while he, they called him the Godfather was... of grunge when Ragged Glory came out, and he's right. wearing grunge and yeah, wearing flannel. Like, yeah. I actually love Soul Asylum. We've talked about this in the show before. Very good. And Soul yeah. Asylum never gets... People always like think, oh, Runaway Train, like, you know, I hate that song, blah, blah, blah. But they were actually around for, like, you know, in, in the 80s and stuff, playing playing punk and everything, and they have, like, super cool... Right, yeah. Super yeah, interesting roots and everything. Yeah. I guess Goo Goo Dolls, too, they kind of started as a punk band. I don't know if a lot of people... Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not saying I have tons of respect or whatever, but yeah, that's kind of their thing. Their bass player sang just as much or more than the, 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 pretty the guy, guy who ended up... Was... There you are, yeah, so... I don't know. Yeah. One of those things... Actually, a lot of good bands started kind of just jamming in basements, kind oh, of yeah. punkier, yeah. Gr- mm-hmm. grittier. And then, and then they evolved. hit on something that's going to make them money. Right. And I guess maybe now you don't need to do that as much. Because, well, you still need to do it, I guess, if you want to make money. But, <laughs> I mean, now because, like we were saying before, like the internet, you, everyone can just put their music out themselves. You don't have to worry about, this is what a record label wants to hear. You can be like, this is what I think people want to hear. Right. And, and just kind of go with that. So, um, how did you guys, like, you know, hit upon the style of rap that you do? I mean, um, I know we've talked before uh, earlier about what Def Wish is and there's the kind of punk elements and stuff, but, uh, I mean, you know, you guys are, aren't necessarily doing the same thing as uh, the next rap group in Winnipeg playing a show, you know, uh, at the same night or whatever. So what, what's the what's kind of influences from the rap side for you guys? Like, what, what are you listening to that, that developed your sound? I li- I've always listened to rap, and I listen to, like, every different type. Yeah? So I c- try to take a little bit from everything, you know? Instead of just leaning towards one style or one whatever. Yeah. I like yeah. It, you know? I think he, he nailed it. But furthermore, um, I think our sound is still a little bit of an open book, so to speak. Uh, I mean, the song that we want to segue to here right away is a song we wrote specifically for the show. Yeah, that's really exciting. That, show, yeah. uh, <laughs> that, you know, I'm singing three quarters of my verse and I never do that. And cool. he's kind of going back and forth between singing and rapping. And it's just a, a kind of a moodier, more atmospheric piece. So, really chill, laid back breakfast. Yeah. Cool. And I think I think that it keeps it fresh for us, and it keeps the listener challenged. And I think for future releases, um, we want to just keep it, keep it original, and just keep people guessing. Sort of whatever inspires us, whatever motivates us. But furthermore, what we think people are going to dig and relate to as well. Cool. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? This is, I'm just asking because, like, we're talking about the grunge stuff, and we're talking about the fat record stuff, and that all that all of that kind of dates all of us as being in a certain age group, right? right. So, um, I mean. For me, anyway, I mean, I, it's been well established in the show that I'm old and jaded and I want kids off my lawn and all this stuff. But, like, um, when it comes to rap, I have a really big collection of 90s rap tapes. And, like, for me, I'm going to listen to Wu-Tang. I'm going to listen to, like, you know, there's, there's a certain era of rap that... Doggy style. That they, yeah, chronic. Just, that I'm just going to listen to all the time. And that's, that's... I will check out newer stuff, but that's always what I go back to. Yeah. And then the, the mainstream stuff right now that seems to be popular, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it at all. I just, there's, there's nothing about it that appeals to me. Like, do you guys, as people who are performing rap still, I mean, do you hear stuff like, someone like Drake, for example, do you hear that? Love that, Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. He likes him, but I don't. Okay, what's, I don't the, like okay, what's the appeal then? Because I, I don't get it. Like, to me, it doesn't, it, it just yeah, seems like a guy okay, complaining and like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he certainly wears his emotions on his sleeve. And if you are going to be the kind of listener who feels that's just pussy or just feels that's, that's not a way a rapper should be or whatever, yeah. then you're not going to be able to relate to 90% of his catalog. That being said, I don't dig in his entire records front to back, yeah. but he certainly has. Uh, why do I like him? I think generally his flow is quite solid. 
Uh, yes, topically, he usually kind of trends towards the same, maybe two, three, four things, yeah. like the industry and how it's treated him and how he thinks he's been wrong. Obviously, girls and relationships, and yeah. and it's usually kind of poor me. And then, and then the whole bravado kind of hip-hop thing where... Uh, you know, sometimes he plays that role, the whole bravado thing where he's on top of the world. He's yeah. the greatest, and these are the reasons why. Um, why do I like him? I don't know. He's got he's got a sick production. Like, I think 40, the guy that does beats for him, the guy that produces his music, deserves three times the accolades that he yeah. that Drake gets because I hear Drake live and stuff on YouTube or whatever. Whatever, and I it's like cringeworthy a lot of the singing parts and a lot of yeah, the parts yeah. where he needs to yeah. be technical. A lot of people don't realize what, what it is that's hooking them into the right. music is the production. Well, that's it. something else yeah. I would, I think that's so. something that is part of my problem with a lot of mainstream rap now is that the rap that I still listen to all the time is all stuff that's uh, the whole album's been produced by one guy or it's produced, produced by one group of producers. Like you listen to Public Enemy, it's the Bomb Squad producing everything, you listen to the early Wu Tang stuff, it's just RZA, even the later ones, it's RZA and a couple other guys, right? right. Like, um, and now it'll be you get a you get a rap album even by a guy who was around then it'll, you know like a Rake One album or something now that came, comes out you know last year or whatever it'll have like seventeen different producers and there'll be thirty songs on it and I, I listen to it like okay that song's cool but there's no cohesiveness to it like it just seems like and I think a lot of this is because everyone listens to MP3s now but so Drake's got the same the same does guy. Drake have the same guy throughout like hundred percent of the time yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's cool I don't I'm not a fan but that's cool but, no and I think and it's never going to happen because he's not he's not the focal point he's not the name or the image so this 40 yeah. is always going to get a fraction of the notoriety a fraction of the fame a fraction of the, yeah. of the money quite honestly um but he deserves so much more than he gets and we have a guy actually and i think we always neglect to to bring this that's up what i was that's why i was going with this because i had noticed you guys always have the same yeah we have a producer, producer in like london ontario dj knife who uh yeah uh, hopefully he's listening to this hey stefan uh <laughs> great guy and we've known him back in the day um him and, and the employee of the month, Shay, uh, kind of grew up in the same circle. And he's just been deaf wish since the start. He's a great guy, classically trained violinist, so oh, really? he's extremely cool. musical. And, and uh, uh, so he's there living the dream, trying to do the artist thing and working, making his money exclusively from uh, beats that he makes and beats that he sells, production he does for, for us and other MCs in the States and beyond. Uh, great guy, amazing talent, and we're hoping to have him back here to our fine city here shortly. So, so is something like Secret Ingredients here? Is this all hundred percent produced by Knife? Awesome. So it's his beats he and also his beats. mixing and mastering. Production. Oh, really? That's really cool. Yeah. Beats and mastering. Yeah. So that, that that's like what I have a problem with a lot of newer rap is it's not that, and that's cool. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. he he deserves so much uh, so much of it. And again, if you're listening, man, we love you. And uh, hopefully, this makes up for the all the other interviews where I forget to mention your name. <laughs> cool. Well, let's. Uh, yeah. So. Um, what we usually do when we have guests who are musical is a lot of the time they will perform live on the show. Um, and we often throw that at the end of the show or the beginning of the show. But um, you guys decided to actually record a song about breakfast. Exactly. <laughs> so which, which is, that's never been done before in the show. Like, that's pretty cool. Um, Switch it up a little. There you go. So what's the, what's the name of the song? What's for breakfast. What's for breakfast. <laughs> awesome. Okay, let's check it out. What's faux back. breakfast. What's faux breakfast. <laughs> cool. Oh. Oh. What's that racket? I'm so hungover. Oh, I, oh, I got that witch police interview today. Oh, it smells good. Man, I had fun last night. So much fun that the morning hurts. Guts are turning and I feel like dirt. What is it that I'm smelling? What's that smell? My making breakfast with my Jets jersey on. Gonna cure this hangover. Yeah, that's what's going on. The remedy is easily crispy bacon fantasy. I love my sunny side. I ain't gonna lie. It's a make or break moment when you're trying to kill the drinking bug. Tastes so good. 
good you don't don't wanna throw it up now i'm feeling i'm feeling like a million bucks recuperated i'm recuperated when that hangover kills ask yourself one question what's for breakfast what's for breakfast what's for breakfast what's for breakfast hangover 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 what's for breakfast what's for breakfast what's for breakfast what's for breakfast hangover 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 How much, how much whiskey? <laughs> Fuck, is it 5 a.m. yet? Cheetahs and cream, full to the brim. Day full of promise, so I roll up the rim. Face the day, don't waste the day, unless the girl is here with me, so fuck it to sleeping in. Fuck it to sleeping in, I'm not a morning person. This I realized from a young age, but I'm not ashamed to try. Chivas brother, North Coast Drinking is my motto Emptied every bottle, you won't hear me cry Across the airways, I'll confess If we're not it, we're amongst the best KLTD, hair of the dog for breakfast Get a good start, my morning routine, rap hard we crossword at the table, bro, please help me solve this riddle It goes, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast Hangover, 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 hangover What's for breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast Hangover, 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 hangover What's for breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast, what's for breakfast Hangover, 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 hangover Exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the first time anyone's done that. It was really cool. That we might cool. have a new requirement for uh, yeah, yeah, for coming on the show. Yeah, being on the show. CMK always stepping it up. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> I like how uh, you know I, I like the not being a morning person in the song. I like how it's very kind of tired sounding. Like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I attracted at one thirty yesterday. Yeah, yeah. This morning, the song is less than twenty four hours so, old. I mean, you guys haven't had that much advance notice that you were going to be on the show. Like, how, how, what was the process of putting this together? Uh, we work a musician time like most people in bands, yeah. so it was like, you know, we had talked maybe three weeks in advance, but it's the kind of thing you put it off a bit, or yeah, we have other sure. things that are more pertinent, and then, oh shit, man, this is coming up, and are we going to do this, and are we going to perform live, are we going to... So again, it was one of those things, uh, I'll explain it real quick. Um, we chatted to our producer, um, again, he said he was available on Tuesday, so it was a couple mixes sent back and forth today during the day. Uh, we got the song sounding how we liked it, and, and here it is. Cool, yeah. I like Technology it. coming. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy, yeah. Only a, yeah, a couple days process, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. And it, it's crazy because it was like kind of a let's just do this for fun and, and be topical and, and see what happens. And we ended up liking the track. Like it might 
perhaps who knows make our next release. Yeah, it, cool. Stranger things have happened, so yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. one of those things, right? So how uh, how often do I mean not how often, but how long do you guys take uh, like for this album that just came out? How how long did that take you to put together? I mean, if you're able to put songs together this fast, I'm assuming w- when you're actually working on a record, you take a bit more time on it, or or is it? That? Yeah, like that. That was. That was a Probably while, a like year, what a right? year. Yeah, it's a year. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, just randomly putting stuff together and. It's better when you have a deadline, maybe, right? Like, yeah. when there's no <laughs> set maybe. like release date or yeah. something. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. well, yeah, because yeah, now we're, tr- we're our next one we want out in June. Okay. And now, so now we're pushing. We have a whole shitload of songs on the go, so um, we're just gonna make sure. Which we got a bunch ready already, so. It's cool. gonna be no time before we have that ready, and then and then some for our next beyond that. We're cool. always thinking one ahead, you know. So one thing I've noticed about about rap in general is that a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people, tend to have just like really really massive amounts of material that come yeah, out in mixtapes and things. Quick, like, do you have a mixtape that just came out or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I released a mixtape on in December. It's called Passion of the Chivas Christ. A uh, bit of a play on words there, but uh, it's available on my SoundCloud. Um, enough for the plug though. But yeah, certainly in rap, it's just like. Um, you're only as good as your next song and yeah. why aren't you in the studio recording your next song and with I think it's the new punk in that way I don't know if I mentioned that in, in many other maybe another interview I'm not sure but punk rock to me was always like this thing you know three chords you go in somebody's basement yeah. and you grind it out mm-hmm. but you don't even me, need to know three chords you just pick up an instrument and make you some don't yeah. just yeah. try to make something yeah. that sounds musical or not yeah. um, to me rap sort of filled that void because now punk's all about to me where I left it uh, having a million pedals, having a really cool like Marshall stack yeah. with like a flight case. Uh, you need like a rehearsal space. You need a van. Uh, hey, it might be nice to get a manager. Hey, like, uh, yeah. what about all the merch? Like, we need shirts and stuff. Fuck it. Like to me, rap is a new punk because I can. We can fucking. Here's proof right now. This song yeah. is going to be on the on the radio. We've done it less than uh, 24 hours ago. Just a couple friends working together, a bit of creativity, and here it is. To me, that's a new punk. It that didn't is, cost that us anything. Punk. That is punk rock. That's it didn't cost us anything, and yeah. it came from the heart, and it's fucking art, and it's and it's instant. Yeah. Right? So It's interesting, because what you were saying about the merch and all that, because I, I remember, like, when I, uh, you know, I haven't been in a band for a while, but uh, when it, kind of the tail end of me being in bands, I would occasionally see bands playing shows, and they had tons of, like, super professional-looking merch and all this stuff, and they'd played, like, two shows. They barely yeah. existed, and it was, you know, we were putting out... Yeah, the shirts existed before the, the music. Shirts, yeah, yeah. We, we were putting out, like, tapes that we hand-dubbed and, like, photocopied and shit, and, like, these people had, like, really, really fancy press CDs and everything, and it's like, you've been around for a week, you guys have recorded this whole thing before even playing it. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's like... Uh, well, maybe yeah. It's like living out a fantasy of like all the things you Being want all at once. Yeah, I, I guess it's because you can do it now. So everyone is just like uh, I don't know. It's maybe it's another like old and jaded thing where it's like I'm used to having been in bands. We'd have to record tapes and you know do it all by hand and everything. And now everyone just like oh you I can just pay on some guy on the internet to do it for me. I don't know. It's yeah, it's weird. But I, yeah, I do think that um, that is very punk rock <laughs> the way you guys went about it. It's yeah, cool. Yeah. And like Def Wish in general too. Like, uh, I mean, not musically it's as much. Well, a little bit of it musically, but like it seems very uh, kind of DIY. Well, I mean exactly. those shirts even like the you know yeah, uh, yeah it's the loud DIY Def. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you, don't, you don't see too much of that. I mean, you see lots of people doing the DIY stuff, but not necessarily with the same kind of uh, attitude behind it and the same kind of uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was very cool. Thanks for yeah for that. yeah. You're sure. welcome. Yeah, it was so a pleasure. It's not pleasure. every day you get a witch please shout out in a song. So. Yeah, right. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. a pleasure. Yeah. So breakfast time, like, are you guys? Do you have like music that you put on? 
You put on the radio? You know, actually, yeah, because... Do you put a, or is it silence? There was an episode a few... Uh, Just eat. A couple months ago, John did a solo episode he hosted with some guests, and one of the guests was talking about how he had kitchen tapes... Like specific kitchen tapes, tapes that like just lived tapes in the that were just in the kitchen. And yeah. I thought was, I wasn't there for the episode, but I thought I was really when I was listening to it. I'm like, that's a good idea. I that should is have a good you know, idea. I just have whatever There's happens like to be there. Like some soul music and just stuff that's like you know you're washing some dishes. It's yeah. Kinda, like, I don't have that, but I kind of wish I did. Like I don't. I've never really associated a certain kind of music to breakfast, but yeah. yeah. Well, you know, now, now you can. Now I can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now everyone can. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think short answer is no. Like I know with 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 your line of work, you're out of bed and you're maybe a cup of coffee at best, and you and you're gone. Uh, it depends. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a I have like this uh, what is it? It's a Panasonic two deck player, and actually speaking of cassettes, I have a couple cassettes that I have. I think I'm blasting these days on on side A. I got Gob, how far shallow take? I got yeah, a kind yeah, of a yeah. punk theme going nice. on right now. Gob, how far shallow takes you? Um, Bad Religion, Stranger Than Fiction. It's a good album. Was that right before Grey Race? Is that yeah yeah, yeah. Stranger Than Fiction? Like yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's before they kind of like took a bit of a yeah. nosedive creatively. So, and then on the other side, uh, you guys are totally gonna judge me. I have like a Christian punk. I have MXPX. You know what? Side. I have the punk rock show seven inch. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't feel that much of a douche. I don't, I, I don't mind. Huh? But yeah, you're so like, fucking melodic, and it's just yeah. It's as far as Christian punk. I mean, I have a lot of issues with Christian punk, but like. MXPX never really talked about it. They just happened to be guys who were Christian who played right. punk rock. Yeah, so exactly. it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. like, okay, they're they preaching preach. again. They yeah, were, yeah, they weren't preaching. It was just like, and they're kind of, they're, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the old stuff for sure. Still, yeah. uh, still so. listen to MXPX. But, uh, yeah, I don't have breakfast. I don't really I have breakfast. You don't have breakfast? Soundtrack. I don't have time for breakfast. I wake up in the morning and I, got, I have a 40-minute walk to work every day. And I'm usually feeding at least one kid breakfast, too, before I go. So like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I grab, like, a piece of toast or something. or Granola bar. Yeah, whatever, yeah. So no, you, I, yeah, I know. I wake up extra early just so I can like relax. You seem like you seem like a breakfast kind of drink guy. Coffee, yeah. like it used <laughs> to be like, like a breakfast. It used man. to yeah, it used to be like a weekend thing where I would <laughs> I would typically make a huge breakfast and it would take me like two hours to drink a pot of Doesn't coffee, and eat the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but now I try to do that every morning. Basically. Yeah, I, I can see it. Take I can a see good it. like forty minutes. To I like chill breakfast. Out. I just don't ever have time to to eat it. Like it's yeah. weekends. Exactly. Right. Weekends. I weekends eat breakfast, but I don't know what do you guys eat for breakfast? <laughs> Bacon and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> or you can get tattoo bacon and eggs. It's, good. it's yeah. coming. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know, like oatmeal and shit. Yeah, oatmeal's know. pretty good. Yeah, oatmeal's good. Yeah, too. So oatmeal. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the bacon and eggs. Sometimes I'll make a stir fry. Yeah, stir fry. Really? Is yeah, oh yeah, stir fry. Some some like tofu, some brown uh, rice. I, I nice. scramble tofu Kale, with like, rice. When I make the time to do these one of these super healthy breakfasts, there's nothing like it. You're yeah. just like. Tons I of actually energy. really if, enjoy scrambled tofu. Yeah. Really no, oh yeah, fuck. I'm like a tofu guy almost every day, but. One thing that I do with my oatmeal, and I kind of like prepare it in advance, so I always have. She knows about this. Um, it, so I'll do like my steel cut, o- steel cut oats, or just like a quick oatmeal, whatever. I'll have it with some flax. I'll have it with some little like chia seeds or whatever. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. um, what the hell else do I put in there? Um, cream, cream of wheat, like uh, just little kind of random. Oh, I put my craisins in there. I put almonds in there. So yeah. you're getting some fruit. You're getting some nice. protein. You're getting kind of a medley of different grains. Craisins are awesome. And then I use either my almond or my soy milk. And so you got all your, and it's mm. in one, it's in one bowl, right? So, and then I'll keep it and just keep feeding the pot oh. every, yeah. No, no, yeah. no, it's like, <laughs> sludge. Yeah. no, it's like dried in my, in my property, you <laughs> fucker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Sludge. Yeah, yeah. I portion it, dude. It's kind of. I guess it's pretty OCD, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. But that's Just my thing. Just dump everything in a bowl and push it up. <laughs> that's so my breakfast secret. That and a lot of coffee. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I never, like, I never, dr- I, I don't drink milk, and I never really drank milk as a kid either. Uh, so, mil- like, the idea of cereal, even with soy milk and stuff, 
I don't want to do it. It weirds me out. <laughs> putting milk. I mean, I give my daughter cereal with milk in it, but to Vanilla me, it's flavored, man. That's the secret. It's good too, actually. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I, I, for some reason the idea of cereal and milk. I, I'll okay. eat cereal dry and then like drink some soy milk or something. But I don't know. I know that's really weird. But yeah, I only eat cereal late at night. Okay. Yeah, that's my late night. Yeah. Like, don't want to. Prepare anything. I'll eat like four. Is it bowls more like cereal. granola? Four kind bowls. Of dish? <laughs> just go and go. Yeah, just yeah. one. Yeah. No, no. It's never maybe, just one. Maybe five. Are you drunk when you're doing this? <laughs> I'm usually drunk in the evening. <laughs> 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 Figured. Yeah, yeah. So stir. Okay, I'm gonna get this right, John. Stir fry in the morning. <laughs> cereal at night. Yeah. Something's uh, just bass backwards. <laughs> and then a bunch of wine through the day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Coffee yeah, and coffee. Yeah. 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 It's a good combo. Yeah. All right. Let me play a song about breakfast. We were talking about it. I'm gonna bring it back to 1967. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With a, a Simon and Garfunkel song. Nice. They, uh, they've got a song that uh, mentions quite a bit about breakfast. Cool. This is Punky's Dilemma. <laughs> All right, Simon and Garfunkel. Kind of a different tone from some of Punky's Dilemma, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, um, kind of a weird, yeah, it's a strange song. Is it? Well, uh, the lyrics. I mean, it sounds like the lyrics, yeah. yeah, but it sounds very Simon and Garfunkel typical. Like, sure. Yeah. It's what Simon and Garfunkel sound like. Oh, right? yeah. You know, like, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So nice, what? Uh, nice baseline. Yeah, yeah. I like those the sound effects too. There was like uh, some. The guy going to smoke pot yeah. in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice that they included the footsteps and stuff. You know, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> what album was that again? Again, what's the? Uh, bookends. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was. I. I came into like. I think a lot of people maybe grew up and got introduced to Simon and Garfunkel because their parents were listening yeah, to for it. Sure. I don't think I ever really heard it very much around the house except for you know the most popular songs that. You know, you couldn't have escaped. I can't actually imagine what kind of music your parents listen to. Right. Well, we could get into that if we wanted to. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I probably didn't get into like Simon and Garfunkel stuff until I was like twenty or so, and I think I really got into it for a little while. And part of it was maybe because a lot of these songs were written when Paul Simon was like twenty, twenty-one, yeah, nineteen yeah. years old. He was young. Yeah. And so the sort of like weird alienation stuff that he was feeling there was a, something relatable about it so mm-hmm. yeah I had a, a pretty good you were like, really into, I, pretty solid year really or two of where I listened to you know caught up on a lot of music I hadn't heard yeah. as much I remember you, you you having a Simon and Garfunkel like pretty big and I'm still well Paul Simon is one of my yeah I'm a huge fan of his work uh, yeah and for someone who like continually managed to make really interesting music throughout yeah. the career he did this when he was like 20 or whatever yeah and then when he was like 40 was coming out with are they? Records, do so. they still exist as a thing? I know they've done they? some like reunion shows and stuff so. and everything, but are they? Are they? Didn't uh, no? I thought I thought Art Garfunkel maybe have had like even a, some sort of a problem where he yeah, couldn't and he sing had, like anymore. some kind of like throat issue, and he couldn't he couldn't uh, sing like the same way. Uh. I thought yeah, they played a show at like the MTS Center. I think they did not that like, long not, ago. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Um, that's so all I, I don't. Because my brother really likes them, and he wanted to go. But or did it get canceled or something? I thought it might have gotten canceled. Maybe it did. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. And yeah, like it's not like a. At the top of my to see list, <laughs> anyway, really? like you know, even as such a big fan, you don't think you go see them? Uh, no. Now, if they if they were touring now, you wouldn't go see them. No. Why not? Um, I don't know. When did this happen? Yeah, nineteen sixty-seven. So this it doesn't really matter. Right. I, I I enjoy listening to the records if like the mood suits me. But you would go? Would you go see other people who are you know from that era? If they're playing live now, I'm not sure. Or was so it just like, kind of just like you're assuming that it's, they're they're so far past their prime? <laughs> not past the prime. I don't know. Like uh, yes, I like the. I know I like. Of uh, course the you synth like yes. Yeah. Rock. Yeah. Um, they're coming here in like a month or so, I think, and they're playing like three albums back to back to back. Are you gonna go? Maybe. 
What do that, you guys think? About? Like, would you go see a band that you liked that was maybe 40, 50 years old at this point, or is it kind of? I've seen a lot. Like I seen Tom Petty when he came here. Oh yeah, uh, so like just you know, stuff like that. ZZ Top. I've seen here. I just, oh yeah. Just because I wanted to see them. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know? I feel almost like with someone from that, you know, it's like a chance to see them. When you well, you have still a chance to see exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. And like I wasn't around when they were like in their prime. Exactly. So you had no, like you had no opportunity. It's not like I saw them then. I'm like, well, yeah. I don't want it to be ruined. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Not exactly. True yeah. enough. The one thing I do kind of like is that people who are less, who have gone on to less continued fame, like you can. Um, you can see them now for cheap at casinos and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah the town. casino circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They come to town and it's like, oh, cool, yeah. this guy, you know? Like, even some 90s bands. Like, I saw 5440 at the casino. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, they played a awesome. free show at, like, the the X, if you, maybe a <laughs> yeah, year Yeah, that's the thing, too. Did a lot of people play yeah. the X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's cool, but, yeah. It's, uh, I it's, saw Kim Mitchell at the casino. <laughs> that's exactly what you see at the casino, yeah. It was yeah. awesome. It was probably good, right? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great so, three-piece. Very yeah. tight. What's the singer from Poison? Brett Michaels? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He played he played there too, like McPhillips. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 guys like that. Yeah. Just like Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it is kinda of like the, some of them have gone on to the continued like yeah. big uh, stadium shows and stuff. Yeah. But then you got guys, yeah, who are yeah. I, I hope to see more of that in the future. Yeah. You know? yeah, I mean if I could see like Simon and Garfunkel at the Windsor. <laughs> yeah, but that's obviously <laughs> that would be amazing. That'd be amazing. That's obviously not gonna happen though, right? No. Like uh but uh, yeah, well, speaking of the Windsor, you guys opened for Propaganda, right? Uh, yeah. New Year's yeah. and New yeah. Year's Eve. Or call someone was that? That uh, I mean, like like everyone, else, like ninety nine percent of the rest of the city, I didn't get tickets to it. Um, uh, but like that's that must have been huge for you guys in terms of uh, like just getting your name out there and stuff to to, yeah. to fans. Yeah, it was like. awesome. Yeah, just to have your name on the bill. Like yeah, because there's like you know, just awesome that they considered us. So I mean, we play hockey with them in a beer league team there. That's so really cool. Yeah. That's played a big role in how we got that. But. Yeah, I can't imagine how much fun that show must have been. Like, it was pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it was awesome. New Year's, best way to end the year, really. Oh, for, for sure, us, yeah, anyway. yeah. Did that? Did you see any kind of increase in, in like, the, uh, I don't know, people buying albums or whatever, or just, like, general people? Know, I mean, do you play a show now and people are like, oh, hey, these guys uh, open for, or was it not that much of a spike? Like, uh, Not so much uh, that we've noticed so far. We haven't really played too many shows since then. I mean, so. other than getting signed to Fat Records immediately after yeah. the Yeah, game. of course. The first, right, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, uh, Fat Records yeah. rap. Uh, you guys have started doing the fabric <laughs> jump now in your songs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a yeah. stop in the beat you land. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna bring back like rap rock, Ala Limp Bizkit, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah, here it comes. You know, corn. So look out. Yeah, we yeah. Were actually talking about that last week because we had a Deftone song on the last week, and uh, all this all this stuff came up. Yeah, it's weird. That's like alternative music. New metal doesn't exist anymore, right? Does that? What do you call that? Yeah, the store, like, yeah exactly. Uh, I mean, it's probably a good oh, thing, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, that's a, show very me. cool. That you guys got that show. Though. Propaganda yeah, is one of those bands that like. Like we were talking about earlier, actually, about people getting older, like propaganda seems to get better every album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like it's insane because they should, I mean, by all, they shouldn't, mm-hmm. <laughs> like considering how long they've been doing it for and stuff. But every single time, it's just like this the album just it kills me. Like, you know, they put a new album, blows me away, it's the best thing I've ever heard. And then, mm-hmm. like, two years later, they put another album. I don't, yeah. I don't get it, I don't know how they do it, but so like. The one video I saw on YouTube is you wearing the Jets things with the Burton Cummings and all that, and obviously playing a hockey thing. Like, it's hockey. Uh, I find a lot of people in on the prairies in general, whatever kind of music they're doing, will reference hockey quite frequently yeah. in their music. Is that do you guys have a lot of hockey content? Um, Not in our. We don't really ever mention no? it. Really? I think you said Jets jersey. In yeah, well, in song, this one, but, yeah, but not much. No. I mean, even propaganda. Every album they got some kind of hockey. Right. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They love hockey. Ever yeah. since the Don Cherry Coach's Corner, I don't know if they did that. Oh no, that's not true. Because even Let's Talk More Rock. Yeah. Jesus saved Jets, rescue, rescue scores, scores and yeah. all that. Yeah. And then yeah. The, the newest one's got that thing where he talks about his, the Leafs. Yeah. Right. And yeah, things so, I like. Right. Yeah, things I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So. 
I think yeah. I went back and like every album there's some kind of reference. Okay, yeah, cool. For sure. For sure. Uh, I don't know if it's a conscious thing. It's just yeah, we don't really mention it per se. It's just yeah, this is what it is. Because like we had a song called Bobby Orr shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, everyone has. Like, yeah. it just it's weird. I way. guess it's on its way. <laughs> it'll yeah, happen. Yeah. It'll yeah. happen. So yeah. where are you guys coming from then with uh, like your song material? Because are you, you're collaborating. So like, are you picking like do you have like a theme? Like someone has an idea. Okay, well, let's like work. We on this. we like to. We don't want to be those boring rappers that sing about the same yeah. shit over and over. So generally, we do sing about drinking and stuff because when you're playing at a bar. You want to sell drinks, right? And right. people are already drinking so there we have a lot of those songs, and that's what everybody's doing, and that's what people want to hear. Yeah. At the same time, we try to come up with new, different ideas all the time. Cool. Generally, and just, I, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah. like that, that's whatever question. Yeah, whatever you know. comes up. I just guess. right, yeah. like yeah. just always thinking of different topics and different things, and you know, so it's not really one specific thing per se. It's just. Could be breakfast. Could be yeah, breakfast, yeah. right? Yeah. Like that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like it could yeah. just be any concept album. There's so many breakfast other things yeah. to talk about in the yeah. world that you know, like anything. Yeah. You know? So it's Yeah, actually we kinda of were chatting about that uh candidly today. Um so this is a C and K exclusive. We're considering calling the next record a day in the life. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. starting with a new track, maybe wake up or like a, br- a breakfast oh, cool. song, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe ending with some kind of close closure. Like a nightcap song, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, so it's and just gradually just like first. climax, you know, gets to like the party <laughs> cool and then yeah. crashing. And then, uh, Mind you, anybody that knows us will probably have 10 different ideas before we right. finally finally <laughs> the record. So well, that's that was the, today's idea. That's something that would actually work well with in an album format, right? If you have it out of, out of context, it might not be so. Right. And that's like the problem with problem with kids these days. <laughs> they, all yeah. listen, they all download individual tracks. <laughs> yeah. So you miss, you miss the point. Like it's like, uh, you know, I mean. The breakfast song was great. Maybe they like that. Maybe the sleeping song is good too. Whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, they're not gonna. They're not gonna it's get the full impact three of three minutes yeah. of snoring. So that's almost more complicated. Sounds really arty. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to make them work as individual tracks too, right? As well as part of a yeah. concept album. That's so. a real struggle. Yeah. Because yeah. kids make are jerks. Yeah. Listen point. to music, right? Yeah. So easy to just delete. Yeah. <laughs> Download it for free and delete it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll keep the ones on it like the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, we got another track we're gonna. Get yeah, you guys to? have uh, another song each, right? Who wants to? Uh... Um, I'll play. Uh, Ice Cube. Today was a good day. Um, he mentions breakfast once in it, but <laughs> that's the only reason I came up with it. I wanted to play a rap song. And well, that's a good choice for sure. And I like that song, yeah. and uh, it's just about him having a good day. Break. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what to say about Ice Cube. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you said before we played, like everybody knows the song, everybody loves it. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah, I, I find that when Ice Cube comes up, a lot of people are just like, yeah, but he's lame now because he's in kids' movies. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, I don't blame him for that. No, yeah. whatever. He's making money. Yeah, he's chilling exactly. out. He's got, he probably has kids of his own or whatever. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably want to watch Are You There Yet. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's like that's totally the kind of style of 90s rap, though. That kind of era is what, yeah. what I really listen yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. So. Which is why I don't understand, like, you know, Drake. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to just talk shit about Drake all the time. This is like the first thing that came to my head. But well, it's because he's that big that even you know his name. Even yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think people rap different now. Yeah, but it's not I mean, the same. Yeah. Well, everything changes. though. beats, styles, yeah. music, everything. It's just. Yeah. Well, when we when we were listening to this, you were saying that like uh, you kind of wonder what uh, what would have happened if Easy E. Had you know survived and what, what he would have been doing to adjust yeah. to like a new. Um, I'd like to know you know if he if he would actually make the transition to the new age rap and it you know yeah or if he would have just faded away and 
Yeah, or died some other way or whatever. Or whatever, yeah. Exactly. yeah still got AIDS or whatever. Or still got AIDS if regardless. Wait, what year did he die in? Uh, early 90s. Yeah, it was, it was so it, it would have taken a little while for things to... Yeah, you kinda, yeah it's true. He kind of missed out on a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. How long have you guys been rapping for again? Like, when did you guys start around what I, kind of I've been, like, I always, like, freestyled and wrote and recorded some stuff, but never really did anything with it for years. Yeah. But actually performing stuff with him yeah. uh, for a year now. Okay. So did you, you were, have you ever had to adjust, like, to uh, new styles? You just do whatever you want to do anyway. You guys have just your own Just do what you, yeah. whatever comes, yeah. uh, comes out of you. Like, That's good, yeah. Right? Like... I think that, yeah, like, musically speaking, I mean... Um, Knife again, getting back to him, he's gonna, yeah. he has his own flavor, and uh, I mean, he follows trends to some degree because I think a lot of people feel they have to, himself included. Yeah, well, um, he's making money, he's doing it like to exactly. Make money, right? So, yeah, um, so I think that the instrumentals are always gonna reflect the times, uh, to some degree, yeah. Um, but the topics are, I think, pretty timeless yeah. in general and just kind of us, whatever, yeah, true. Same shit. Uh-huh. That's yeah. cool. Um, what we're gonna do now is we're, we do have another song. You got another song you're gonna play, and uh, it sounds like it'll be a good one. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> a real classic. Yeah, in, in twenty years, in twenty years, you're gonna think back, and this is gonna be like, you know, probably a, some place prom song. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be the one in the backseat of the car when you're getting laid for the first time. I mean, this is gonna be this. Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, the movie Idiocracy, where everybody, yep. everybody gets really stupid. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but before we get to that, before we get to that song, um, we're gonna do our little, you know, usual kind of roundup thing yeah. before we get out of here. So, uh, where can people find your music? I mean, you got this new new album, Most Secret Ingredients. You got a mixtape. Yeah. You guys uh, seem like you're playing a few shows now. Uh, what do people do if they want to find out more? Uh, Facebook, seeing uh, Facebook.com slash CNK Hip Hop. Okay. Just search Chiefs and Cream. We're on there. Uh, YouTube, same thing. Just type in Chivas and Cream, you'll find us. SoundCloud. What's the Deathwish website.com? Yeah, Deathwish.com. Yeah. Rocks always posting different stuff. Yeah. Videos and yeah. songs. And His new video is hilarious. Oh, it's awesome. It's really seen awesome. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Seen it, the yeah. green screen, everything. It's, it's fantastic. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, no, man, it was an honor to do this, and it was fun to do this, guys. So yeah. And you, do you guys have you guys have a show coming up? You want to talk about? Oh, or? yeah. It's uh, March twenty eighth. It's Saturday. Uh, it's kind of it's called the Oh No Fest. So it's uh, I don't know. I don't know too much. I, I'm not. I or perhaps I do, and I'm just not going to comment too much about the politics behind how it came to be. But it is. Uh, it's going to be sort of a showcase of local talent uh, here in Winnipeg and beyond cool. uh, during the Juno during the Juno Fest here at the end of the month. So uh, Saturday it'll be an all ages gig. Um, that's the only information I have now. I don't know the venue yet or the lineup, but you know, yeah, it's uh, at the Grave. It's Charlie's oh, for more music. Perfect. A uh, new venue, uh, the old war music, I guess, Rock was saying, I think it's in the basement okay. or something. I think that. I might have heard that that was a place. It's called yeah. be a place The Grave. Yeah. Is, yeah. is that like the old Death Trap? Like the, I don't uh, know Yeah, much that, I think that might be actually. I don't know okay. much, yeah, but okay. it's, it's his new venue apparently. So. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah. That's oh, a cool place great. to do it, yeah, because I imagine there's probably not any Juno fest shit going yeah. on. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's very cool. So, yeah, that's... Awesome. And a very good idea, because, like, yeah, I don't get into Junos at all, but, like, having them here... Um, I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of like sort of Juno-ish parties. There is, there is, yeah. But it's a minimal amount of 
Canadian music represented and right. very minimal amount yeah. of local music yeah, yeah. represented. So it makes perfect sense to have um, other stuff going on at the same time. Mm. When so, uh, there's a lot like of that. people that want to hear mm. music at that time, oh, right? Yeah, because sure everyone's keyed oh, in. Oh, let's go yeah, watch yeah, some yeah, music. Yeah. Okay, if well, you can't get in here, what other something this, this, yeah. this is going on? What and there'll be a lot of people from out of town right? coming right. to check out. The, I mean, yeah. they, not, not yeah. only just the bands that are getting nominated for awards and yeah. stuff too, right? They're exactly. Tons of different people here. I remember the last time the Junos were here, I had a press pass. And uh, to the the uh, the night before, which is the non televised awards, so all of the actual interesting music gets awards then, right? Yeah. You get all the world music and stuff, and you get all like the the, the genres like polka, and yeah. folk, and shit. Yeah. And so I, uh, you know, I was there. I was taking pictures of um, people, the award winners, you know, behind on the background. You know, they're holding up the awards, says Juno a million times. And uh, as I walk into the lobby um, to go up to the the suite where this is happening, uh, the dude who had won uh, Canadian Idol walked past me. And then we walked past a bunch of other people and just no one acknowledged him. And the look on his face was just like, you could tell he was hoping. Like every time someone <laughs> came up to him, he was hoping they were going to be like, oh, hey, it's yeah. a, I don't even know his name. Yeah. It's that guy. And afterwards, it was like, oh, hey, that was that guy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't so, tell. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, uh, I don't remember too much from the Junos, but that was, uh, that was my favorite does the same? Is there like a host and just the same person who hosts the uh, televised Junos? No, no, it was, uh, it, was, it was like Jan Arden hosting the non-televised one that I was at. No. She was, in so she was like, actually, who's hosting this year? I heard there was like a bunch of hosts. Uh, Serena Ryder and Classified and somebody yeah, else. It's a real mismatch <laughs> of like whatever. Yeah, just some random yeah, people. Yeah, pretty yeah, random. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know. Nobody from Winnipeg, I don't think, though. No, no. She's, uh... Wait, where's Serena Ryder from? I don't even Maybe, know. Maybe, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. She could be local. I don't know that I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but there's actually some, there's actually some good local bands that have been nominated for stuff. Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, one of your favorites being uh, Mahogany Frog. Yeah. Oh, really? From, we had a guy from that show, Crazy. that band on there. Uh, what are they nominated for? Best um, instrumental something rock okay. album, yeah, cool. like yeah. probably yeah. I don't yeah, know if yeah, it's a prog yeah. rock, but there's like a. I mean, I don't know what their odds are. I'm winning, I don't know who else is in that category, mm-hmm. but that's no, cool. Neither. And like one of my favorite local bands, Chem Mode, is nominated again. Like they won last time, and they're nominated again, and they, they totally deserve you know mm-hmm. to win. So mm-hmm. so yeah, as much as like I don't really kind of like the Junos it's as nice a whole, there's, the awards that get done on the night before, <laughs> the ones that I actually want to want to watch. So, but anyway. Um, before we get into your song, uh, if you want to listen to our show, uh, you can go to witchpolice.com and uh, you can find all the archives. There's 60 some episodes. Uh, we got all the pictures up with the guests, name of the show, name of the theme, all free download and streaming. You can also listen to us on the actual radio. Yeah, we're on Monday nights at 11 p.m. on 101.5 UMFM in and Winnipeg. You, yeah, and you can stream that. If you're not in Winnipeg, you can go to umfm.com and listen live, or you can just go download the whole show. And uh, they're slightly different. Like the ones uh, that get aired on the on the radio are. are little shorter a little more concise but if you want the full thing you which the I mean, real yeah, deal yeah we recommend that people check out both <laughs> you can you can do it like that we're on facebook of course yeah. uh if you search which police radio we're on stitcher at which police fm no that's twitter stitcher, yeah. stitcher is something else we're on stitcher as well stitcher is uh uh it's an I app do computers you, I know. yeah yeah john john loves computers you can tell <laughs> um you can get, you go to stitcher you can get podcasts and talk radio like shows like ours and they it just makes it easier for you to have them on your phone or your mobile device and it uh we, I like it because I listen to a lot of podcasts all day, and um, it, it just automatically downloads, downloads the show to your phone and doesn't take up a lot of room on your phone, deletes it when it's done kind of thing. So we encourage people to listen to that because the more listeners we get and the more reviews and ratings we get on there, it means they recommend our show to more people. Right. So uh, And to people who presumably are going to like it based on their other listening. So so we, you know, hopefully people do that. But uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, witchpolice.com all the time. All the time. Um, what's, what's the song, though? What are we going to close on here? Oh, shit. You're going to want to stop streaming this program right now, everybody. 
Or turn it up, depending. <laughs> well, if you were born after 1990, you're going to want to crank this one right oh, up. Oh, really? Okay, it's one of those. Uh, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Crayshon featuring 2 chains with oh, Breakfast. In brackets, syrup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say anything, but let's just listen to it. Yeah, all right. Thanks to our guests, <laughs> and uh, see you next time. <laughs>